We will not copyright or trademark that. Um, the we do not have the rights to this at all. Please do not sue us. Thank. You. Hi, and welcome to These Unprecedented Gays, a new podcast starring Paul Smith and Joe Grinelli. Follow us at Pod on Instagram. New episodes every Friday. We hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone, and welcome to These Unprecedented Gays. I'm Paul. And I'm Joe. And welcome. So, how was your week, Joe? I'm, I'm glad you asked that, Paul. Thank you so much. Um, wasn't too crazy. I, uh, I went and saw a couple friends this past weekend for some birthday celebrations. Uh, apparently, everyone was born in September, except me. I was born in October. Um, and I was able to see a couple friends, uh, obviously safe because of COVID, um, and yeah, it was pretty nice to see a couple people that I haven't seen in a while and just kind of relax. I feel like I definitely needed a break this past weekend cause I had moved and work was pretty crazy. And so it was welcome to just kind of do nothing on Sunday. So I was fine being a couch potato. How about you? What'd you do? So I spent the weekend looking at all of our numbers because our first episode oh, yeah. launched. Uh-huh. That's it. Thank you, listeners. Yes, thank you to everyone who listened. We appreciate it. We do. Um, I was like Kermit the Frog in that meme, just like with my arms whack, <laughs> waving everywhere, like yeah. <laughs> yes. it, it picked up. I'm su- you know what? I'm surprised because I. I wasn't expect. I was like, we're gonna get five, five listeners. Maybe it would be. I would be happy with ten, and then it was way more than that. So yeah. I'm okay. With so that. everyone to listen, we really thank you. I think yes. for me, it was um, just great to see the numbers go up, but also like looking at the different countries. Like we're in like six different countries that people listen to us, like Australia, um, Europe. South America, because we had somebody in Colombia. I was like, oh, Colombia, come Ooh. through South America. Yeah, Colombia. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I really liked it. And it was like, we got our first review on iTunes. And oh, I was yeah. really appreciative uh-huh. of that. Um, you know, we're five stars on five stars. iTunes. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. So thank you to everybody who liked, reviewed, followed, subscribed, subscribed. Yeah. all that. Um, and we really don't, appreciate it. Don't forget to let them know that they can send us an email, right? What's our email address? It's tugazepod at yahoo.com. Yeah. So if you guys have any suggestions, anything you want us to talk about, or you want to yell at us, anything, honestly, you want to send hate mail, opposite love mail whatever you want if right? you're sending hate mail that's uh straight talk with ross matthews <laughs> at yahoo.com <laughs> only love mail for us but no seriously i think one thing that'll help is engagement so if you guys want to tell us what you want to hear then we can bring it up and maybe even have some of you guys on the show too yeah so um before we get started into this week's Next week, very exciting, we have Coco San Diego, who's a local influencer in the studios with us, to talk about being an influencer and how that's affected during the pandemic and everything else going on. But I'm excited because it's our first guest, girl. Yeah, all, we are. We have real live celebrities. Like we're not playing with you guys. We have real influencers. Me and Paul are obviously influencers, but you know this right. is a real life influencer. Because uh, I'm just influencing you whether or not to get the club sandwich or the salad. That's I, my influence. Yeah, and I don't do anything. I barely social media. I'm glad that we have you know 
people that do that here for us. I'm just like, how do you post to your story? Do I add the plus? He, he actually did ask me that, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and I well, had to explain it to him. Because Paul, Paul does the, um, the uh, podcast Instagram. And I was like, Paul, I don't know how to add this to my story. And I can't do it. And I'm like, I, I know this should be simple. I know you just like say add to story. And he's like, oh, I have to tag you. I'm like, okay, okay, we got this. We're good. So we have someone that works in IT and then Paul, who is much more intelligent in the <laughs> social media things. So talking about social media, I've been le- reading a lot of um, uh, articles about how people have been coping with COVID and they have like the top trends that people are doing okay. through COVID to kind of cope with all that. So I kind of wanted to go over that and see okay. where you fell into these and if you did some of this and how did that help you okay. and stuff. So the first one was like, of course, for me and my husband, because he loves to bake, was baking. And so we did a lot of like sourdough breads. Ooh. We did a lot of sourdough starters. Okay. He actually shared some of his sourdough starters with some people, um, some of his friends and stuff. And I, we still have a jar of sourdough starter in our refrigerator that has kind of like a black film over it. I'm not sure if that's a good i don't know what kind of tang i'm gonna get from that (laughs) it's gonna be real sour real sour i don't think that's supposed to that might be black mold and that's like legitimately a danger to your health please tell me that the it's covered and not Um, breathable it might be penicillin which is not good for me because i'm allergic to penicillin so So we have learned today in the very brief time that we've chatted that um paul's house is a uh unsafe area where you know, where it's we like, may or may not be recording. Like my past relationships, this house is toxic. The okay. only thing toxic I need in my life is the song by Britney Spears. Right? <laughs> but um, no, so let's talk about that. So what do you have? What did you learn? I mean, what so kind of stuff? It, for me, it wasn't so much learning. It was the fact that I love bread. So Andy was totally all about making bread for me. So, you know, and that's what everybody did. It's like right off the bat, they started doing, um, you know, sourdough because it's something that... You just need flour and water to do and yeah. open air. So it okay. just sits out. And that's how it gets that tanginess and yeah. gets But it takes a long time, right? It, it take you could get a you could get an okay one for an, in about a week. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a, see that's a commitment. I've been I would love to do that, but it's the process of you have to feed it and then you have to take it and then you have to put new water and then you have to dump stuff out and then you have to put more flour in and then when you actually make the bread, you have to let it rise and then let it proof and then do all these things. I'm just like I'm going to go buy it <laughs> because it's well, so much easier. You know, the funny thing is, is like he, when we first started it, he was throwing away part of the starter Yeah, because, you know, you have to take some of it out and then feed it with some other stuff with new flour and water. Well, we found this recipe where you can take that starter that you're going to throw out and make little pancakes out of them. Ooh, okay. So I was like, ooh, a little bit of scallion, a little bit of sesame, oh, make a little like a, Asian dipping sauce. And what it's are they, like savory pancakes? Yeah. Ooh. So it was like awesome because I was like, okay, we're not going to waste any of this. Yeah. Like, let's okay. try to do what we can. Hmm. Um, and then we found like other ways of like spicing up the bread. Like we got everything bagel seasoning. Ooh. And that we did some of those for people and he would bake like loaves of bread like three or four at a time so that's great because then we can take them and do drop-offs at people's house so they can remember hey we're thinking about you we love you heart but stay six feet away from me yeah and you (laughs) you actually made um some bread and i think i had some right i think we 
did a social distant little get together. Yeah, I'm trying to remember on. if we did if it was that or if it was the banana bread. I think it was sourdough bread. Okay, because you had a cheese. Oh plate. yeah, yeah. And then we put some of the sourdough bread. Yeah, yeah. So it was good. It was it, very good. Audience, it had a nice tasty. tang to it. It was good too, and it was a nice crunch, and it right. was just perfect. I love, I love bread too. But like, he made a lot of banana bread too, Ooh. which we figured out after messing around and looking at recipes and stuff. Good tip for everybody out there. Roast your bananas beforehand in the oven for a bit. Kind of like caramelize it, get those sugars Ooh. out and everything. And also brown your butter because it brings the nuttiness out a little oh, bit yeah. more. So it really deepened the flavors when we actually made the banana bread. And actually it felt like it got moister. Okay. Did you put like walnuts or something in it? We put some nuts in there okay. and then <laughs> and uh, some <laughs> chocolate chips. We are so mature. Everybody. I know. <laughs> Okay, chocolate chips, though. Chocolate chip banana bread is so tasty. Oh, yeah. It I was, mean, yeah. I was eating it all day long. The well, loaf and didn't you're even saving last money, all day. right? You're not going out. Because my thing, that's the thing is for me, I love baked goods, but I just buy them because I don't have the patience of you. So, <laughs> well, I don't, my husband has the patience. I just have to, I just have the patience for him to be done so that I can eat it. <laughs> yeah, I, I would rather, I think for me, you know, baking is. A, a lovely thing that people do, but I just don't have the patience because like you had said, you have to, there's so many steps, brown the butter, right? Which I mean, probably takes what, five minutes maybe, but then you have to bake it and that's what, 60 minutes and then it has to cool. That's How another maybe 30 minutes. How long are you baking bread minutes. for, girl? Isn't it, banana bread is a dense loaf. Hashtag dense loaf, right? Isn't it a long That's my baked? drag name. Yeah. Dense loaf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So, but like the good thing for Andy was, as he was learning other skills while he's doing this. So like he started making macaroons, which are great for um, us because we have a friend who has celiac. Oh. So since it's made with almond flour, it's perfect for people who have a gluten intolerance. Aren't those the little thin ones that you make into sandwiches? Yes. Okay. And so we would make those for her and brought okay. them over to her house one time. And, um, you know, and he makes them really well. Like, they're the yeah i know they're difficult i know i watch whatever food network show and it's it's like oh they're making macaroons but i do always get confused whether it's macaroon or macaron right because macaron is the co- uh, the coconut one right but mac or maybe i don't know no macaroons are the little sandwiches yeah. macarons are oh, the macaron. um, coconut <laughs> little thing <laughs> i'm like jessica simpson is this a macaroon or a macaron <laughs> And I never know. Is I this never like know. chicken? Yeah. You can make a chicken macaroon. It could be like a savory pancake, like your sourdough yes. leftovers. There you go. Well, I will tell you, those of you who are bakers out there, hello, Carl. Uh, it, <laughs> the macaroon had a nice foot on it. Oh. And they tell you that. Like when you're looking at the macaroons, when you look at them, they have this like edge across the bottom of the thing. That's called the foot. <laughs> okay. Where the two come together um, to make the sandwich. When you see a little like um a lip or something that's called huh. a foot on it yeah so he does really well on that the more you know everybody right? learning everything <laughs> every day new things by paul but i would tell you like because there was so much bread in the house i had so much avocado toast oh yes oh yes <laughs> i was trying it every which way i could because i was like okay i'm gonna go buy some avocados and use up this bread <laughs> oh well you have to i mean did you guys freeze any of the left leftover bread we or did you eat it up no. too quickly? <laughs> yeah, I ate most of it really quickly, like and then we day. gave some away. Yeah, you know, so because like we have neighbors and stuff who um we would like uh, Max down the street. He um 
loves Cooper, so he gives him uh, treats every time he walks by. Okay. That's Cooper's thing is to, every day at like five, is walk by Max's house to see him Aww. and say hi and get his treat. Um, so, you know, we would like, whenever we made extra stuff like spaghetti sauce or bread or something like that, we'd go over and drop off a loaf or, you know, a jar of Aww, spaghetti sauce. Oh, you are such a good neighbor. I know, right? I never know any of my neighbors. I'm like, who are you? Well, and that was the thing. Like, I'm so glad that we moved here because um, we used to live in a town called Poway, which was in North County, so about 20, 30 minutes from San Diego. And when we lived there, we didn't know any of our neighbors. Yeah. And when we moved here about five or six years ago, it was such a huge difference because we'd be sitting outside and people would walk by and they'd be like, hi, how are you? And we're like, hey, how you doing? But some of them, we don't really know their names. And that's the worst. <laughs> and now you're five years invested and you're like... Hey, hey you. you. Hi, neighbor. The good thing is some of them have dogs. So I'm oh. like, oh, hey, Charlie's mom. Oh. <laughs> you can call her Charlie's angel. There you exactly. go. Charlie's mom. No, Charlie's angel. Um, so what else kind of is in this list? So another thing was like binge watching. Oh, Lord. And of uh-huh. course, you know, we all did a lot of that. Oh, so. I did. I did. I went back to my Netflix watch history and I was... I, it was like a trip down memory lane because I don't remember watching some of these things, <laughs> but I, it's cause I just, I, when I'm in it, it's a hundred percent, um, like Shit's Creek. I had started Shit's Creek, I would say maybe three years ago and then it fizzled. Right. And then I picked it back up and I think it was on season two and I watched all of it. Even the, the last it's season. It's such a great show though. Oh, it's so good. So well-written so and yeah. so well-acted and everything. Yeah. So, and Dan Levy's just a genius. So, well, and What I appreciate about that show is there, it, there's no judgment to a gay storyline. You right. know what I mean? It's just normal, right? right. There is never a, a weird, here's a, a, a queer character or here's a gay character or here's a non-normal character. But that was what he wanted. And I loved it. It gives people like views of representation in ways that they never thought they would need. And it's beautiful that way because then you see yourselves and you're like, Oh my gosh, this is a, a relationship. It's just a relationship. It's not, Oh, look at the gay couple. It's, Oh, this is just a couple yeah. who happens to be gay. Right. I thought it was beautiful. I cried. I laughed. I did all the emotions. It was fantastic. Well, It's interesting because to kind of on the opposite spectrum of that, we watched, we rewatched the entire series of Queer as Folk, the U.S. edition. Oh, wow. So, like, the five seasons that they had. And it's very interesting because it does not age well. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of shows like that. A lot of shows like, didn't. Oh, look at that with that flip phone. How are you going to send a text having to hit seven three times? Or, oh, my God, do you remember that it was with Nelly and Kelly Rowland? Do you remember the video? Oh, and she was texting on, like, Microsoft Word or on, something? Yeah, it was, she had her sidekick by T-Mobile, and she was texting on Excel. And it's like, of course you didn't get the message, Nelly. It's, it's a, an Excel spreadsheet. How are you going to do that with his little band-aid? Like, right? Hey, yeah, uh, Nelly, I love you. I don't know what song that was. Dilemma. Yep. Because it's one of the only songs in history where the name of the song is not actually in the song itself. Little history fact for you there, folks. Guys, you are learning so much today. I, I am welcome. all about infotainment today. Yeah. Just to oh, throw yeah. it out there. You are going to leave this with a wealth of knowledge that you can share at the dinner table. 
maybe not the dinner table around some <laughs> table or whatever. Uh, yeah, get it together. So we watched um, Netflix was huge for us because they yeah. have all these like Netflix originals like The Circle. Oh yeah, which I is for- like oh I forgot about that. You turned me on to that. Yeah, it was I a don't great have, show. This was not in my list. <laughs> but like the funny thing is, is that's a perfect kind of show that they can continue to do in a COVID era because yeah. everybody is is yeah. like. In their own little apartment. 100%. So, but like The Circle, we watched The Floor is Lava because Andy's um, nephew told us about it. I watched a couple episodes that it's funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. But that also got us talking to another friend of ours who got us onto Ultimate Beastmaster. Oh. Which is like Sylvester Stallone's like um, competition where it is just... It's. I think it's hilarious because I'm a great couch coach because oh. I can tell right from the beginning, like, oh, that person is not going to make it. They're going to slide like down ninja, that chain like Is it crazy. like a ninja, the ninja so warrior? So it's almost like American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Okay. And so there's a, um, a course that they have to get through. There's like okay. four different sections of it. And they start with 12 and whittle them down as they go through. Um but some of it's like you have to jump from here and then like you have to grab a chain and then you have to swing and I'm just like, Yeah, they're not making that. <laughs> <laughs> Hand eye coordination, don't know what that I is. like I'm eating my pint of ice cream, I'm like, You suck. <laughs> <laughs> so you much could, judgment. You couldn't make that ten foot jump. Oh my god. <laughs> but that's the best part is we can be critics while we're on our couches not doing anything. So what else did you watch while you were? I have so I have a list, and this is only the Netflix watch list because I don't know how to access it on the other platforms, Hulu, whatever. Again, IT right here, guys. But I watched so I watched a lot of random stuff. I I binged, like I said, Shits Creek. There's uh, Dead to Me that I finished the second season. I watched Outer Banks because I'm a teenage girl, which is about the Outer Banks of some. Sp- place i don't even know where it was like the carolinas or something i don't know where those are but yeah the carolinas sure. again we're not i'm not a geographer majors. i'm not christopher columbus like i don't know those things i be- oh my gosh my mom she gives me so much crap about that and i actually have a, a a you know in like third grade when you learn the states or whatever grade you are and they give you that puzzle and it has like the wood pieces that go in for not the world this is for the united right. states i would say three or four years ago my mom sent me one because she's like, you don't know where anything is. And I was like, I know. I have no idea where Colorado is. But that's fine. There's a map. And so she sent me this little thing for ages three and up. And it's still in my apartment. But I digress. But so, yes, wherever the Outer Banks are, it was great. It, it left. It ended on a pretty cool, like, suspense sort of thing. I loved. Did you watch Never Have I Ever? Yeah. I loved that. Mindy, uh, Mindy Kaling's yeah. one. Yeah. It was just, there was a lot of, it was very, like, a diverse set of things that I had watched because it was The Circle, Outer Banks, Shit's Creek, and then I watched Good Girls, which is the show with uh, like the suburban moms right. where they're in like money laundering. And then I watched a hundred humans documentary. Um and then I fell into Selling Sunset. So did you watch Selling Sunset? I did not because um, that I watch Million Dollar Listing on Bravo, and that's okay. more than enough for me. Yeah, so I, it was good though. But I mean, there there was a bunch of random stuff. I will say, I I didn't watch Tiger King. Did you watch Tiger King? Uh, what is wrong with you? That was so like a national phenomenon. No, I 
I don't know. I think it was. I think it's now me just protesting because everyone's seen it. It's kind of like Mm-mm, now you're no. too cool for oh, it. Oh yeah, Tiger Queen. Whatever, go away. You know, you have fun watching that with Carol Baskin Robbins. Whatever. <laughs> you know, but that was a huge social thing where everyone was watching it, and it was all this stuff. All my friends watched it. Every single person I know in the world. I'm the only person that hasn't seen it. I also haven't seen Game of Thrones. Right. So. I'm that person where... That's okay. Like, I didn't watch Game of Thrones either, but, like, Andy watched it from the beginning. And so I would come in and I'd be like, oh, why is so-and-so there with so-and-so? And he's like, who? And I'm like, you're on, like, the third season. Do you not know these characters' names yet? And he's There's like... There's too many. No. And I'm like, okay. But, like, I'm really into pop culture, so I would read yeah. Entertainment Weekly and stuff. Yeah. So I would know what was happening on Game of Thrones. Yeah. So I'd come in and go, oh, is this the episode where they blah, blah, blah? And he's like, how do you know that? They're like, I'm savvy. <laughs> I can work the internet. I, it didn't fly with me because I have an irrational fear of my eyes being gouged out. And they oh. just do that left and right. They're like, mm, I'm going to take your eye out. And I'm like, oh. don't do that, please. I thought you were going to like say you have an irrational fear of dragons. And I'm like, no, that's totally rational. I have a fear of dragons. No. But so <laughs> if you don't like having eyes gouged out, do not watch Nurse Ratchet. Oh. The new one on Netflix from oh, Ryan Murphy. No. Don't watch that. I wanted to. Yeah, no. Okay. I almost threw up at one point. Okay. With, and I'm only uh, in the second episode. What's her name? Susan? Sarah Paulson. Yeah, sure. It, it's like Ryan Murphy's muse, yeah. So, that sorry. That makes me sad. Uh, well, you know what? I'll gladly pass on that <laughs> so that I cannot have bad dreams about that. There's something about it. I just, I was able to watch Kill Bill when they did the one scene. Right. But I'm telling you, if it's repetitive, I can't do it. I just... But why? Like, if you're going to kill somebody, why? Why do that? There's so many other ways to do it. <laughs> Don't take their eye out. Don't do it. So, you also have a Switch, because I know, like, our little group of friends was playing Animal Crossing and Pokemon Shield and Sword. Yeah. I got a Switch for myself for Christmas last year, and it was... I think the day after Christmas and my dad was driving to the airport and I was like, Oh, a switch could be fun. Right. I have nothing better to do. I had the week in between Christmas and new year's off. So I thought to myself, well, that would be a great activity. It's rainy. It wasn't rainy. And this is all the things that I can do. So I ended up getting it on target and I picked it up for the two hour drop off, whatever. And I got super smash brothers and then I downloaded Pokemon and I haven't touched it since January when COVID happened. I was like, I'm going to play Nintendo Switch every every day. I downloaded Just Dance, though. I love Just Dance. I live for Just Dance. But I couldn't do it at my old apartment because I was on the third floor. So I'm on the first floor now. So if I jump, I'm not feeling guilty. So wait, you not you didn't play Animal Crossing? No, I haven't played Animal Crossing. Oh. No, 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 Oh, no, because no, no. it was me, Andrew, and... Oh, got it, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not crossing the animals. I apologize. <laughs> but your island sounds but great. But you're missing out. Cause yeah. It's just so, like... It's one of those games where it's just... You know, it's easy. And... I just don't have the... Pa- I think you have to have so much patience. Because oh, me, I, like, probably have undiagnosed ADHD, as the listeners probably can tell. I'm very sporadic with everything. But I, um, it's just you, you have to tend to so much and it's so much like energy. And for me, like Super Smash Brothers was great because you have a battle for what, five minutes, maybe. And then you're like, great, next. You can change your character. Pokemon was great because there was a storyline and then it ended. And Just Dance is great because it's a three minute song. 
if it takes an investment back in the day when I would play PlayStation, I had, um, what was it? Splinter Cell. Did you ever play that? Oh God, no, I don't play those. So again, yeah, I shouldn't have. I'm a Nintendo person because they're easy games for right. children, right? Mario Party, other parties, like those <laughs> kinds of things. But no, no phone parties though. No, oh my God. Could you imagine Mario's phone party? <laughs> Hello, it's a me. Mario's Mario's white party. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I I may have dressed up as Mario once you have for to, Halloween. You have to get past all the circuit queens trying to give you poppers and stuff. Oh my! For those of you that don't know, <laughs> that's don't a look whole, it up. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole other episode. Sorry, yeah, well, we we're can't get into that right safe. now. <laughs> we're keeping it safe and how to survive a pandemic. But uh, I didn't do much with my Switch. I think I did do a little bit of baking like you did, um, but not successfully. I am not a baker. Like I said, I'm a consumer of baked goods, so I get frustrated if it's something that takes a lot of energy and I just end up not wanting to do it. So I'll end up going and buying something at the store. But this past week, I actually made healthy pumpkin muffins. Oh. Um, no, no. <laughs> well, you started off saying healthy. So oh yeah, that I was a, that was it was dead out. on arrival. It, it was a bad. It, the first step that I did was putting in healthy muffin recipe on YouTube, but it was it was it looked good. I will say it was a nice orange pumpkin because I'm a basic person. I love pumpkin spice. I love pumpkin spice lattes. Well, pumpkin spice cold brew. Pumpkin spice candles, pumpkin sp- literally pumpkin spice anything, right? If that if I was a spice girl, I'd be pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice lube, I don't know. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I want to. Th- yeah, if it if it's pumpkin spice, then it's pumpkin spicy all over. But yeah, I tried to make these little muffins, and no, it wasn't good. I was texting my cousin, and she uh, she does a lot of cool, fun recipes. She just got a like three in one Cuisinart sort of thing. Oh, okay. And I was like, Val, what, uh, listen to this recipe. And she's like, Oh my God, I'm so excited. And then I made it and I was like, "Mm, these are not good. And she had made some chocolate chip oatmeal cookies or something, but she had forgotten a stick of butter. And so (laughs) we both had, we had, we had really bad baking fails on that day. It was like a Thursday was, I was working and I'm like, I need to do something. But um, I don't do well with baking, but I I honor those that do, and I appreciate and respect those that do. <laughs> but no, I will say though, YouTube is a godsend. I I pay you I pay for YouTube Premium. Oh wow! Which is I don't like the com- again I, attention span of a gnat, you know. So I don't want to see the commercials. But YouTube is a wealth of knowledge because I will go down a rabbit hole of YouTube, right? Yeah. And it'll start off as Oh, I just am curious about this. One thing I YouTubed a lot of this past couple months was insulation in the home because my old apartment had terrible insulation and I wanted to learn about insulation. And I am now a certified insulation expert without a license or anything to help. But YouTube has been kind of helpful during the pandemic too, because it's an occupier of time and you can just kind of look at anything. Well, the weird thing for me is that, um, YouTube has this algorithm. So we watched one video about behind the scenes of Disney or 10 things that you need to know about Disney. And all of a sudden it went into this rabbit hole and we start getting all of these, um, you know, suggested for you. And it's all these other things like the 15 most expensive things at Disney world. Oh, no. and, <laughs> and I'm like, 
oh, you know what? Actually, I think I might want to watch that. Let's find out. You know, and then I watch a lot of Trixie and Katya. Yeah. So a lot of that. But they have a really good one where they watch stuff on Netflix and they talk about it while they're watching it. So I actually think that's really funny. And Uncle Roger is now like something I like to watch is this guy Who on is YouTube. That? So he got famous because he was Uncle uh, reviewing Roger? Uncle Roger. Not Mr. It, Rogers. No. Okay. And it's an Asian guy who goes on and reviews British chefs <gasps> making fried rice. You saw oh that. my God. Oh my God. Everybody, you need to stop what you're doing right now and look at the video that Paul is referencing because it will kill you. It is so funny. The the one with MSG, he's like, oh, if you have a baby, put MSG on your baby. Are you sad? Put MSG. Are you happy? MSG. MSG is not bad for you. MSG is great. Oh, it was so it's funny. It's hilarious. My coworker, Tiffany, she was dying. She was like, that's accurate. Well, yeah. and it's funny because, you know, being Asian and seeing him talk about this and watching somebody else make it like a British chef. And I'm just like, what? Why are you? What? Why are you washing the rice again? <laughs> uh, yeah. Why aren't you washing? Oh, yeah. He was hilarious, guys. Uh, listeners, you need to do this right now. Stop. Pause this episode and go type in. What are you, you going to type in? Uncle Roger. On YouTube. Yeah. And you will not be. Uh, I try to be impressed. There we go. Well, and then we tried to get into like hot ones, which is another What's YouTube series ones? ones where that sounds raunchy. I know, right? It does, but it wasn't. Uh, I was very disappointed. But it it was uh, it's about a guy. He does an interview show, and the people who come on, the guest, they eat hot wings, and it gets increasingly hot. Oh, with each question that feels like it would hurt later. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but it, it's funny because I wanted to see the one with Gordon Ramsay because okay. I thought he would be hilarious, and, and he was. But yeah. some of the other ones, I was just like, eh, you know. But yeah, no, YouTube has been great. We've been watching stuff like every day, a little bit here and there. Oh yeah, I get stuff. on YouTube and it's like, wait, three hours has passed. Yeah. I mean, I'll look up stuff for, I, I mean, I like skincare videos just because, you know, you want to look youthful forever and also, you know, not have any gross things on your face. But then you just kind of get down a rabbit hole and you're like, oh, and then you're watching Dr. Pimple Popper and then you're <gasps> on like Bravo and then you're watching other Renaissance. Oh, Pimple Popper. Oh. Yeah. But what's nice is that they have beautiful, like nice classical music in the background. So it's very, <laughs> it's, like, it's very soothing. And you're like, my, oh. my sister loves Dr. Pimple Popper, but I find it disgusting. Oh, I it's can't disgusting. Watch that. <laughs> I can't watch it either, but it's, I'm so grossly entranced in it that I, it's so gross that I can't look away. You know what I mean? And I just kind of get stuck on it. And yeah. so it's like, oh, okay, sure. So another thing that I've been doing is um, making playlists on Spotify. So I've been you you've already heard about my safe for work <laughs> <laughs> playlist that I have for the doctor's office. So it's like a mixture of stuff. But like I have my Paul's queer journey. So it's like all these songs. Okay. From uh, from when I was like 17 to now that I've listened to that I love like you know M People and Erasure and Tegan and Sarah Always by Erasure Always by Erasure I know that or, song yeah or uh, Blue Savannah and stuff that's I just, the only song I know by him oh okay and I don't know where <laughs> I don't know how I know it or when I when I knew it but I think I was in college and it randomly came on something and I'm like <gasps> the there's like a drum like do 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 and it's so good I also love acoustic covers of songs yes so i will spend hours looking for different covers and stuff like that and i'll play it and andy be like 
this the original? I'm like, no, it's a cover. He's like, that's what I thought. <laughs> they have they have uh, Spotify playlists that are covered, like acoustic covers. I think it's called acoustic piano. Yeah, but it's like I also love. Um, there's one. It's a the BBC Live Lounge or BBC One Live Lounge. Oh, and yeah. I love when they do that because like you. That's get, on YouTube too, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Taylor so Swift did something. Oh, she did. Um, she did a cover of something, and it was really good. This was like six years ago. Well, and that's where. Um, Harry Styles did his Lizzo cover oh, of Juice, okay. and I I love that cover. It's amazing. Um, so we've also become plant daddies. Oh, oh, you have? Yeah. So okay, I have never been into plants really, but like my husband loves roses and stuff. So we went and got him some roses, and I'm like, oh, I love this plant here. I love the I like. I think it's a great color. I think I'm going to get it. He's like, oh, are you? I'm like, yeah. So now every other day I go out and I water all the plants. Look at you. I know. I'm like, oh, I'm a daddy now. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I um, unfortunately am not a plant father because I, t- I try. I try so hard to keep them alive. I've killed an air plant. I've killed a succulent. I killed an orchid. I've killed everything, right? I do not have a green thumb. I have a plant dead thumb. And I don't know how you take care of your plants. Do you put in the marigold or whatever? No. Miracle grow? Mar- Marigold's a flower. I think. <laughs> yeah, Marigold's See, a flower. this is why I don't have plants. <laughs> yeah, not a plant. They're like, please don't let person. us go home with him. <laughs> no, and I try. I really want to, but it's just I either overwater them or underwater them or they yeah. don't get enough sun or whatever. So, now what else have you been doing besides. Watching TV. Yeah, besides watching TV and eating baked goods. Well, um, since I've been eating a lot of baked goods, I've been riding my bike a lot. I think I mentioned earlier that I'm a cyclist, which is my standard. I think I go on a bike ride every weekend, but I've had more time during the week to do so. So I basically will um, go on bike rides during the week, go on bike rides on the weekend. And it's kind of my meditation slash therapy time because it's, you know, along the coast, I'll bike up to uh, Del Mar, which is about 30, 30 minutes north of us here in San Diego. I'll see all the people at the beaches and then kind of, you know, yell at them under my breath because they shouldn't be out and about, but whatever. And that's basically it. The gyms were closed for a long time, so I wasn't able to go in the gyms. I which know, is I fine. hated that. Yeah, Paul, I know. <laughs> Paul and his bodybuilding. But I think that One thing I do have to say about that is I think everyone got so hung up on the fact that they couldn't go to the gym, but I'm like, your body is a weight. You can go out and do body weight exercises. And everyone's like, no, I need the gym. Oh my gosh. People are going to hate me for saying this, but I think that, you know, if there's, if times are tough, you got to pivot and be able to roll with the punches. So I just thought it was interesting because in Florida, when they had the, when the gyms were closed and they had all those gym goers who were protesting the gyms being closed their protest was doing exercises outside. Yeah. So it's like, oh, oh so you can do this oh, yeah. anywhere. Oh, yeah. I'm just ugh, I'm just like, no, thank you. <laughs> the, no. So lots of exercising, lots of checking in with people. Um, I talk to my cousin Val every single day on Gchat. We are best friends, and I obviously have known her my whole life. She's six, seven months older than me, um, but she's up in the Bay Area, so obviously a little bit far, but checking in with her. We had a fun Zoom game night, um, and that was cool to, to do that. I also was able to drive up for my dad's 60th birthday from San Diego to San Francisco and surprise him. He had no idea I was coming, 
And so I drove up on a Friday and it was seven hours, which is unheard of because it's usually like nine to 10 hours with traffic. And I get there and he was so shocked and it was nice to see, you know, nice to see my family. Um, but that's kind of really everything. I think not really, I've been laying low for the most part. I think I have been pretty, you know, secluded, if that's the right way of saying it. I've hung out with a couple people pretty consistently and just will kind of really just hang out at my apartment, um, watch TV, cook, have brunches or whatever, or go to the beach very rarely. And, um, just kind of that sort of stuff because it's then if you're going to go out, where do you go? Yeah. If you're going to go out to eat, do you eat there? Do you stay home? Um, and that's pretty much it. Also, just when I'm at work, you know, checking in with my coworkers, making sure they're doing okay. And I think that's really it. I think okay. for me, surviving a pandemic is staying connected. Yeah, definitely. Making sure that I'm connected with everybody. And also hanging out. I mean, you guys, right? Seeing people uh, in the chorus, seeing you um, coming and doing this podcast is it's very uh, refreshing because it's like, oh, oh, okay. I can still be creative and have something as an outlet so that other people can, you know, feed off of that creativity or even just laugh. Yeah, definitely. So listeners, we just wanted to say we are so happy to have all you listening to our podcast. Joe and I have talked about doing something like this for about a year. It took on different iterations, and we're so happy with the one that we landed on, and we're so happy to have all your feedback. Even Cooper's happy about it. Yeah, absolutely, guys. You know, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, right? Take it either on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, wherever you get your podcasts is where we love for you to subscribe. And please rate, right? We want to know how we're doing and we want all the feedback in the world. Let us know if we're doing bad. Let us know if we're doing good. Let us know if you want to hear something different. We value all of the comments. Definitely. And you can also email us at tugazepod at yahoo.com. Or if you like, you can slide up into our DMs on Instagram at TUGazePod. Yeah, everybody, slide on in. So we also want to hear your stories, right? So tell us something about you. Tell us something that you want to hear in an upcoming episode. I think something fun that can kind of spark conversation is maybe telling us about one of your funniest or most embarrassing dates. I know I have plenty. So um, please tell them to us so that I don't feel bad about my dating history. But we'll tell you ours if you... Tell us yours. So we're going to wrap it up, but don't forget, tune in next week because we will have Coco San Diego in the, I use air quotes for studio, which yeah. is my living room. Oh, yeah. In the his house. Yeah. I think it'll be really exciting. So don't forget to tune in and subscribe and like and all the things. Right. So we will see you guys next time. Thank you. Special thanks to Andrew Smith and Nick Stone for producing the show. If you like us, please follow us at TUGazePod on Instagram and visit us online at TUGazePod.com. You can find us anywhere you can stream podcasts. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and let us know topics you'd like to hear. And always remember, stay safe, stay classy, stay sassy, and always stay a little bit trashy. See you next week.